Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's give the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's get small talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 10 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today is going to be a very special episode because I'm joined by none other, my good brother Malcolm, and we will be discussing fatherhood. All things fatherhood. But before we dive into that important topic and crucial discussion that, that must be had, let's dive right into our first segment. Score. Goal season is here. Goal season is here. First and foremost, I want to give a special shout out to all the goal seekers out there in the community. Thank you so much. Today is our day. Today is Monday. And today is the day we go to the website. Well, first, you write down in your journal, because that's that's really most important, guys. I, I can't stress that anymore. It is so important to track your progress, because not only does it hold yourself accountable personally, because you never want to lie to yourself. You never want to lie to yourself. So your journal, where you write in your goals and actions at, that is where full transparency is. You know, like throughout the week, you could be writing little notes like, ah, I'm, I'm not doing so well this week, but I'm going to pick it up. You could, you could write so much in there just for yourself that none of the world ever has to hear or see. So be honest with yourself in your journals. But remember, that's where it starts from your mind to the pen in your hands. Write down your thoughts, your ideas and your actions. OK, after you wrote down. Your action that you took this week, because I know everyone did, I know everyone found some time, some time in seven days to take an action towards their goal or goals. I know everyone has, because we have the time in the day. It is possible. It's not easy. It's not easy. I tell you guys all the time, stuff is not easy, but it's possible. It's possible if you truly want to do it and if you truly want to accomplish it, you will find time. Because like I mentioned before, something's got to give. After you've written it down in your journal, please go to the website. Go to www.letsgivethesmalltalk.com and submit your action. You could do it through the voice message, which is very simple and easy, or you could just simply type it into the text box and both of them come right to the podcast inbox. And as soon as I get them, I upload them right up. And the tracker is so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. It is. It is a thing of beauty because it shows where we all started and where we're going. 
And with it being week two, it just shows another week of progression. So please remember, goal season is upon us. It's happening. Each week, we're taking an action towards our goals because in 50 weeks, because two weeks are already down, it's 52 weeks in a year. In 50 weeks, everything you wrote down will be in the palm of your hands. In 50 weeks or less, believe it or not. With that being said, let's dive right in. Guys, it's a special episode today because we're going to be discussing an important topic fatherhood. And to have this discussion, who else? Who else to reach out to and call upon than my good brother Malcolm? Now, before I introduce Malcolm, I want to let everybody know that today is my brother's birthday. My good brother Malcolm, welcome in. Thank you for returning. I appreciate you so much for helping me launch this thing off the ground. Everyone loves your insight and your words. And they they rave about you all the time. And every time they do, I always text you or call you immediately to let you know they love you, bro. And and yes, thank sir. you. Thank yes, you. Sir. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, as many times have you had so far and just letting me be a part of what you're creating. Uh, man, it's special, man. It's special. And thank you. Thank you for the birthday love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I met, I'm uh, finally at 3-0, dirty 30. So I'm in here, baby. I'm in here, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome. Welcome yes, to sir. the party. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, man. I'm so excited to talk about this topic uh, that you're about to introduce, man. How many conversations have we had about this in the past? So I'm super excited to talk about this. Yes, yes. We've had many, many that have gotten very... Um, very heated, very heated. Yeah. And because the the deeper you dive, the more you understand how important we are. Yes, sir. And before we jump into that importance, it's only right. It's only right that we start from the beginning. And what I mean by that is this, Malcolm, I remember you saying in a podcast episode, on your podcast that you share with Taisha, our sister, Sibling Vibes, you said to Taisha, if you pay attention, we're slowly becoming our parents the mm-hmm. older we get. Do you remember saying that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I definitely remember that. Definitely. It's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Because I know for me, there's times when I'm dealing with my daughter Aaliyah, that I'm like, oh man, I sound just like my dad. <laughs> I sound just like my dad. Uh, but the reason why I bring that up is I believe, I believe that you father the way you've been fathered. Mm-hmm. Now, do we do things differently? Come, absolutely. We're, we are our own individuals, but I do believe the idea of parenting is spawned from how you were parented. Now, it can go two ways because I can give you an example, like LeBron James. LeBron James' father wasn't in his life. Mm. And 
And he took that to heart near and dear when he had his first child. He said that he would never be the father that mm. his father was to him. So I'm not I'm not saying that every man, every father emulates their father. No, we're all our own individuals. But the way we were fathered plays a role into how we fathered. It can either go one way or the other. It's everything in life. There's two sides to every coin and there's a spectrum. Okay. Nothing is one way. Uh, But I I just wanted to throw that out because what I want to ask you first, my brother, and I I figured this would be pretty cool for us to share. Um, What are some important messages you learned from your father growing up? Mm, man, you know, I grew up with um, what they would call a man's man as a father. You know, every like definition of what a man is, that would definitely be my father. He would fit that that category. Um, but some of the biggest things you learn is just is just manner mannerisms. Right. Um, he kind of gives you. What I learned from my father is he laid out what it is to be a man. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, You know, from, you know, the lectures that he would give um, about doing things a certain type of way, you know, how you move, how you respond, how you act. A lot of that comes from your father. And and early on in life is, I believe it's hard to appreciate your father. Because mm. um, you don't quite understand what he's trying to mold in you, who's what the things that he's trying to instill into you. So it 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 took me being older and having kids to like fully appreciate what those lessons were, because now I'm trying to do the same thing myself um, with my sons and, and and my daughter too as well. But you know, it's it's the simple things, man. And seeing him get up every every morning, going to work, coming back home, taking care of his family, you know, playing with us as kids and just just doing everything like that. So those were the things that I took from it. And those things directly affected me. So, uh, you know, having a father there is very important. You know, I think I think we live in a world where, too, that, you know, they like to put out this narrative that, you know, a woman can do it all by herself or one parent can do it all by themselves or whatever your, you know, relationship status is can do it all by themselves. But, you know, it takes two. I mean, it takes two to create a baby. It takes two to raise a child. So, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to downplay the importance of a father in a household. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree that that is an uphill battle. And part of that does have to do with ourselves, which we will dive into. Absolutely. I I know for me, some of the some of the important messages I learned from my dad growing up was uh, respect and responsibility. Mm -hmm. My dad, he was very huge on on respect. And like you said, mannerisms. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I tell you something, something as simple as when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is say good morning to, yes, to whoever you're nearby. Yeah. And and I know I, when I said earlier that sometimes I see my dad and me when when Aaliyah wakes up, that's the first thing I, I, I say is 
good morning. Yeah. Good morning. If she's telling me like, oh, I had a dream about, oh, what are we doing today? Oh, what is for breakfast? Oh, I want to wear, like, good morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah. And so, you know, if I call on the phone, if I'm, if I'm coming home from work in the morning and I'm trying to wish her to have a good day, it's like, good yeah. morning. Good morning. Don't let's, we're not jumping right in until we, till we greet each other and acknowledge. So I, I remember that something as small as that, uh, but, but that's greeting. That, yeah. That's, that's yeah. how you, that's how you greet someone and that's how you start the day. Yes, so, sir. And so, uh, but that also as well as responsibility, you know, it's funny because, uh, <laughs> you know, when your parents come up with little sayings, uh, they stick with you for life and you tend to pass them on. So what I mean by that is my dad used to say, son, if you make a mess, you clean your mess. Mm. Right. So that right there about responsibility, you know, if you, if you drop something on the floor, just pick it up, pick something it up. simple. You know, your mother's not going to pick up after you and I'm definitely not going to pick up after you. So if you drop something on the floor, pick it up, make a mess, clean your mess. Yeah. And I have two younger sisters, Kitor and Charity, and as they start to get older, as they start to grow, the message changed to me. <laughs> the, the, the message changed. My dad went from, if you make a mess, clean your mess to, son, if you see a mess, clean the mess. <laughs> just, that, just that fact. As soon as I got used to just, just cleaning up after myself, now I have to always look out for my little sisters yeah the message evolves yes exactly i'm the the youngest so uh my older siblings would probably agree with your sentiments when it comes Uh exactly (laughs) exactly but it teaches it teaches responsibility i mean i'm the time i was at your house Mm -hmm. your house which is five houses up the street five houses up the street and we're like we're playing madden or we're jumping on a trampoline you know this is like i would say maybe around like maybe like 12 i want to say middle school time 12 13 it definitely wasn't high school yeah and my little sisters were at home in the backyard digging a hole to china so (laughs) so when i got home i said man that's a big hole lo and behold (laughs) My dad come home that night. Everyone goes to bed. I wake up in the morning and my dad is asking me about the hole in the backyard. And for me, for once, I'm like, hey, I didn't do it. <laughs> so I'm happy. I'm like, answer. I'm like, oh, that wasn't me, dad. I, that, that was Kitor and Charity. Mm. And then boom. I, didn't, I would never forget this response. He says, son. You're responsible for your sister's actions. Mm. They they could have hurt themselves digging mm. that deep. They they could have hit a electrical wire. They it could have been a number of things. Yeah. You need to watch your sisters. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> the yeah. first time, the first time I thought I was free in the clear because as a child, oh yeah. you want. All you want is to be in the clear just today. I don't want to get in trouble. Yep, yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. That's the goal as an every yeah. day. Just I don't want to get in trouble today. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, and sometimes 
you, you you do get happy when your siblings get in trouble because it's not you because you always feel like it's you. So I'm like, right. hey, this time it's on Kitorian Charity. I didn't do it. But man, that message never left me because you know, you know what that instilled in me? Yeah. Ultimate accountability. Yep. Ultimate accountability. Yeah. Yeah. I take accountability for everything. And sometimes when it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Because there's always something you personally could have done differently. Yeah. Now, can we go in the past and change things? No. All I can do is go outside and put dirt back in that hole. Yeah. But what I can do in the future is be more mindful of what my little sisters are doing and what I can do is actually give them game on why not to do that. So in the future, we all don't end up in this predicament. So I will never forget that lesson that, that my father taught me uh, because accountability is near and dear to me because something that accountability is tied to is being able to self-assess yourself. Right. And being able to be completely honest with yourself, which is which is not easy. It's not yeah. easy because it's so much easier to point fingers and, and put the blame on someone else. Mm-hmm. But the way you truly grow and the way you truly make new mistakes and not the same ones is to find an ounce of accountability in everything yep. that, that has to do with you and around you. Yeah. You know, earlier you spoke about lectures and that's another thing that really stuck with me with my dad is growing up, um, I was disciplined, uh, you know, like with spankings or whatnot. But when I got a certain age, I remember the day my dad said, you are getting too old for spankings. This was like maybe like 11 because mm. I know he definitely stopped by teenager years. So it was definitely like preteen and it could have been 12, uh, but 11, 12, because he made a distinction that there was no more of this moving forward. Now I'm about to take you into a whole different league. And that league was lectures. Mm. And to be yeah. honest with you, sometimes I wish I just got, as I got older, sometimes I wish it was just a, a four minute, um, you know, uh, spanking three to four minutes spanking opposed to a hour and a half, two hour lecture Mm. where I didn't do any of the talking because as you know, one, when your parents speaking, you be quiet. Yes, sir. (laughs) And number two, you're in this teenager stage where, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, you know, you you just don't want to hear it. Yes, you don't want to hear it. You you have you're starting to have thoughts of like challenging your your parents, let alone your father. You Boy, know? what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you sit in there and you you're quiet for two reasons. One, you know not to say anything, and two, you really don't have anything to say. So you're yeah. just there, but you know you you know not to nod off. Or it's gonna be longer. Yeah. And, you know, you know, not to, not to make any disrespectful faces. Don't ever suck your teeth because that. Ooh. No, 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 no. That that that's not a possibility. Hey, you just better sit up straight, nod your head and say yes. And OK, when when they're, 
you know, yeah. making like rhetorical statements yeah. or questions. But those lectures, bro, those lectures he was giving me at 16 and 17 years old, I wasn't listening to them, but I heard every word he said. Mm. Because when I was 21 and 22 years old, when I was living in the state all by myself with the nearest family member was eight to 10 hours away. Mm-hmm. It's those lectures that helped me get through everyday real life that I was going through. Yeah. It's those lectures he was telling me how to move as a man. Those lectures he was telling me how to how to act, how to yeah. how to how to how to speak. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How to how how to first of all, he was telling me the way you carry yourself is the way people are going to perceive you, which yep. ultimately means how they're going to respect you. Yep. The importance of first impression. Yep. You know, we say don't judge a book by its cover, and that is a lovely statement, and it's a very true statement. But very how, true. exactly, how possible is it not to? Yeah. So he was telling me, son, keep your pants up on your hip. Yep. Son, don't be using lang- th- that type of language. Mm. No, no profanity, no slang. Use your words. This, this is why we taught you how to read. Use your yeah. words. Yeah. Okay? Use your words. So it's those things that help me. And, you know, I will never forget. I will never forget that. Those lectures still ring true to yeah. this day. And I was getting them from my mom, too. Because it, it definitely are- come from your dad. I ain't going to lie. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like. The biggest thing for my dad was like mannerisms, man. He, he he taught you how to be a man. He taught you how to stand up for yourself, how to speak up, how to always give respect. So that way you always you can always expect the same amount of respect to come back to you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, it's, it's things like that, man. I remember to this day, one of the most important lessons my dad taught me is how to speak to people. Mm. He always told me, listen, if you got something to say that ain't for everybody to hear then you better make sure nobody else can hear it but the person you're talking to. Mm. And the biggest example for that, we was all on the front porch. And uh, you know how it is when you're in middle school. You just curse for no reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. so you, just, you just be cursing. And so the window happened to be uh, open. And I told this story multiple times to you. Uh, and he calls me in. He's not even mad. But I already knew what it was. Because when I heard him call <laughs> for me, I looked up at the window. I said, Damn, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking it's going to be that time, you know what I mean? I'm going to be embarrassed in front of everybody, but it wasn't like that. It just sat me, it was like, listen, you know, when you, 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 you need to be, pay attention to your surroundings. That was, a, he was pretty much told me that was a slip up. He said, you're going to talk to your friends how you're going to talk to your friends. Mm-hmm. No matter what I tell you, whether I agree with it or not, you, you're always going to do that because that's where you feel safe, right? That's where you feel comfortable at. But look how you, look how, you were so not aware of your environment where I was able to hear it. Ooh. And at that point, it becomes disrespectful. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So you just told me that whoever you're talking to, you got to know your audience and you got to speak to them how to, how, for them to understand you. You get what I'm saying? And then you also have to talk so you don't offend people too as well. If you really want to make your, get your point across, whatever, whatever you're saying, then you can't offend. You have to understand who you're talking to. So that's one of the biggest things that I learned too, man. It's just, you just had, I had an opportunity to watch a man every single day of my life. So because of that, you know, that already put me, I feel like ahead. Just being able to sit there, watch him, watch how he moves. And one thing my dad, he never tolerated disrespect. 
from nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you was, you know, his child, whether you was an outside person, he never told him. That's one you can, you know me, that's one of the biggest things I don't do. I don't, I don't never tolerate no disrespect because I don't, I don't give out no disrespect to nobody to for you to ever disrespect me. You get what I'm saying? I will always give you respect whether I like you, don't like you. If we don't have, you know, don't share the same ideas or whatever the case may be, I will always give you give you respect because you are a human being and you deserve it at its bare minimum. And that's what that that's strictly from my father, strictly from him, because that's how he moved his whole entire life. We can yes. even say words like, huh? If I said, huh, to him, he would say, huh? He would say it right back to me. I was like, dang, I slipped up because I knew he was coming or we could never say what it was like, like what? Nah, I could never say be like I would have to say like what did you say or you but we certain things we could just never uh, say, and it's just that you learn to appreciate it now. Like growing up, you just think they just being hard for no reason. I know that's the thing. Like the 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 fathers that that we and they were the boogeyman growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you got all your dad. Yep, yep. Wait till yep. your dad hear about this. Yeah, oh, your exactly. dad gonna have to talk to you about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, we the boogeyman for real. That's a great way of putting it. We definitely are the boogeyman. But like you said, though, we're our fathers. We appreciate them so much more when we get older because it's those life, it's those life lessons that were instilled yeah. that that we don't appreciate until like for real, like 10, 15 yeah. years later. Just being honest. That's a fact. So How can you? You don't even because you you don't even understand the world that he's trying to prepare you for. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like you you don't know the world. Yeah. You actually get out there and you like, oh shoot, like this is what he meant. You get what I'm saying? But you you were already prepared without even knowing that you were prepared. Exactly. Exactly. Like the reference you gave when you happened to be in a state by yourself that was eight to ten hours away from anybody that you knew. But what was the one thing that kept you in line? Is the lessons that he gave you. Exactly, exactly. And you know what, my brother, that that leads me to my next question. Yes, sir. How whew, and this is this is where this is this is where things this is where the heat gets turned up. Okay. How important is it for the child to have a two parent household? Mm, man, listen, man, I respect independency on both sides, man and woman, whatever the case may be. Um, if you're an independent woman, I respect that. I, I praise that. And I give you the utmost uh, praises in the world just because it's hard. It's hard being a single parent. But I don't think a child is born to be to live in that type of environment um, in a single with a single parent um, doing all the work. I won't, I won't say single parent household because I do think that you can have two parents who are not together, but who can effectively work together and be, you know, provide that infra- that structure for a kid. Um, but for it just to be one parent and the other parent is just gone, I don't think a child can fully blossom the way they're supposed to without it. Um, I agree. You gotta have, you gotta have your mother and your father. I agree because you, 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 you know what it is, bro. You know, you you touched on it earlier. It takes two to create the child, 
Yeah. And, and you did say it takes two to raise them. But in all actuality, it takes a village mm. to raise a child. And part of that village is the mother and father. That that's the those are the, the foundation of the right. village. Yep. Because your your child has aunts, uncles, cousins, yeah, yeah, yeah. grandparents. So everyone has an influence on on their on their upbringing. But here's here's the thing, man. You know, something small as Aaliyah asking her mom, you know, can I have can I have uh, a popsicle? And it's like almost dinner time. And Alicia says, well, not right now. It's almost close to dinner. The beauty that Aaliyah gets to run across the house and say, hey, daddy, can I have a popsicle? Mm. Say, you know, just that right there. I, j- I just want to leave that right there. Options. Yeah. The child is able to hear two different perspectives. Now, of course, we need to be on a united front. Because right. you always say, anytime your child asks you something, what'd your mama say? Okay. That's going to be so annoying. Uh-huh. Because the when you kid, were growing up. Yep, they, they would set you up. The kid yeah. would set you up, man. And, and vice versa, you know. The, you know, I know I would go like ask my dad something. And if I didn't like that answer, I'd run to my mom, like, uh, hey mom, can I go outside? Mm. Well, did you ask did you ask your dad already? And then you're like, uh, yes. And so, <laughs> you know, but I think that I love that, man. Yeah. I love that because because sometimes, you know. Sometimes, like, I, I may say no to something. Yeah. And then Alicia is like, well, you know, like, like behind the scenes, like, never in front of Aaliyah. Right. You, you can't show, like, like any discord. I believe right. you can't show any discord. Now, are we slowly teaching her about discussions and disagreements as she get older? Yes, because everything is not always on one page. But but we will never have a a disagreement involving her in front of her no 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 no. those are conversations we have on our own and then we come to her with whatever decision that we made right uh Aaliyah be so said she's like how you know already I'm like hey listen we me and your mama we communicate we talk all the time and she tried to run to me like guess what I'm doing this da, da, da. like that's good thing I know your mama told me how you know already it's so funny uh she'd be upset but I love the fact that that the child is able to have two different perspectives uh, uh, pretty much on everything um, um, as they're growing up. But here's why I say the heat's about to get turned up. Because I don't know the percentage and I don't know the ratio and I don't want to make any numbers up because I'm, I'm not into making up things. Yeah, yeah. But what I do I'm know... Go ahead and talk about I feel the heat right now. <laughs> but 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 what I do know is that there are some homes, and I don't even want to use the word plenty because one, I I don't make anything up, but I know for certain there are some homes where there is one parent. Yep. And I have two questions for you. Mm-hmm. Two questions for you. First one I want to kick off is this, if things don't work out with your wife, 
or the mother of your child, as a man, as a father, mm-hmm. what are the now new expectations of you when it comes to raising your child? Raising your child. I'm not talking about babysitting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Speak on it. I'm not talking about visits. I'm talking about raising your child because here is what happens. Okay. Things don't work out. We know that. We know that. But if you are not present and okay, that word could be subjective to whatever somebody think is present. If you are not present in your child's life, if you are not spending time with them, you will only end up having moments with them. Mm. Yep. And, and that's where I want to leave it to you, my brother, is first of all, do you even feel comfortable having moments with your children? Mm. You're talking to somebody who has missed, out of all my three kids, I maybe missed two doctor's appointments. Um, so moments is not going to do it for me. Um, I'm sorry. That's just, that's not, I, I can't, I can't even comprehend what you just said, like moments. No, I'm, I'm there for everything. You get what I'm saying? Like there's no moments. Um, but he, here's the thing. Us, us as men have an opportunity to be a part of the sacred fraternity and that's called fatherhood. And when you're in this fraternity, it's, it's special. Like I said, it's sacred. I don't care what happens between you and the person that you created the kids with. Once you have the kids, it's, you can't, you can never turn back from that. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is something that is near and dear to your heart. It's near and dear to mine. You get what I'm saying? So regardless if if me and my wife separated, nothing will change. I'm still going to be raising my kids. That's just the way it is. We're going to sit down. We're going to find out how we can do this very effectively where it's even to the point where they don't even know that I'm gone. You get what I'm saying? Because when they came out, that's when your life changes. You get what I'm saying? That is when you, this vision in this, for your, this vision in this world changes for yourself because now you realize you got legacy. So, with that, with that being said, you understand that you do have legacy and you want to see what that becomes. You want to make sure that your legacy is able to uplift your name when you're gone. Because who else is going to hold the torch for you? But if you don't do right by your legacy, then in return, they'll never do right by you. So I'm just big on, listen, once you have kids, they didn't ask to be brought in this world. Um you know, what period in in this world that we're in right now, they didn't decide that. So it's up to you to do the best by them, especially as a father. Yes, yes, I agree. I, man, you know, man, I got to be honest with you, man. And I know everybody is different. 
I know everybody is different, so just do as you please. But I know for me, bro, it's it's my mindset is all or nothing. Yeah. And that's in everything I do in life because, because I have a sense of pride in myself. Yep. And so I take pride in doing, and this is a lesson I learned from my mom is if you're going to do something, do it to the best of your ability or don't do it at all. Mm. Period. You know, she asked me to sweep the floor and then I'm sweeping some of the trash underneath the fridge or the stove. And she caught me. And that's when she said, listen, listen, either you do it or don't do it at all. But don't be out here wasting anybody's time. Mm. Okay. And that is how I feel about being a father, bro. Listen, I don't, I don't control anything but my own steering wheel. Okay. But, but because of Aaliyah, my mindset with Alicia is, oh, this is going to work regardless because we both have to be here for Aaliyah. There, there is no wavering. There, there is no, uh, if this happened, then how? No, 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 no. This is it. And I say that with 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 the bravado and the confidence in my voice because if you don't seek that it will not happen right there is yeah. no outs there is there is no i if you let doubt into your mind you're done yeah so there is no doubt okay this is it we are going to find our way each and every time, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, and I'm 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 not saying that there's not going to be uh, rough periods. Da, da, da. Okay, yeah, there's balance. Come on, okay, we know balance is part of life. Okay, but what I am saying is this child needs the both of us, so we need to figure this out. Yes, sir. We need to figure this out because it's not about us anymore it's Mm -hmm. not just about us and so that's that's just my mindset and it's like bro this is this is a commitment i take commitment serious right because once you lock in that's it yeah you know what i'm saying and and the reason why i harp on that so much is because if you believe there's an out then you're gonna find yourself out yeah just like that, For sure. just like that, and so yeah, man. That that's why that's you know, it's not a game. It's not, man. This and and that's why, that's why the magnitude of this conversation is just so heavy on my heart because, dog, we gotta stop playing games. Got to. This is not a game. That's why what people fail to realize, man. Like 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 I was saying before, it's not a game. It's nothing to be played with. This is your legacy at the end of the day. You can even say that you're doing it for your own selfish reasons. Like I just alluded to when I was previously talking. At the end of the day, 
if you do right by your kids, who's going to hold your banner up? Who they going to hold your banner? Listen, I'm all I, I watch those old movies or movies that have to do with like patriarch uh, when it talks about kings and queens and, and royalty and all those things. Like the way I see it is I'm the king right now, but I can't reign forever. Mm. At some point in time, my reign will be up. And sometimes that happens while I'm living. If I'm blessed enough, that will happen. And then sometimes it, it might just be because I can't, I mean, you know, I won't be here. But at the end of the day, is my last name, who's going to hold it? Who's going to wave my banner? I'm here to teach my sons how to be men, how to be strong men, how to be productive in society, how to obtain success in whatever they want to do. Same thing applies for my daughter. But all my teachings will allow for them to hold my banner. So that way I never die. Mm, wow. That's deep. I like that. I like, see, you're talking that talk, bro. If I don't take that serious and doing what I need to do for them, it's just only going to come back to bite me at the end of the day. Think about it. If you a deadbeat father and you die, who cares? Who's there mm. to talk about you? Who's there to, to live your name? You get what I'm saying? Who's there for you? Mm. you? You didn't do right by the people that matter the most. Your children or your kid or whatever the case may, may be. Like, who is, gonna li- who is going to remember you? Damn. Who's going to remember you? It's, that's why even if you want to be selfish about the whole thing, let's just forget the kids and you just want to be you as a man. That alone should be enough for you to just get on the job every single day. Exactly. It's not nothing to be played around. And it's not even a job. It's your responsibility, like you like you said earlier. It's a responsibility mm-hmm. that you need to live up to. It's a responsibility, man. Like, exactly. like I said, these kids, when they come into this world, they don't have a choice. You know what I'm saying? They don't they didn't have a choice if you had a million dollars or if you were struggling with just a hundred dollars. They didn't choose that. But it's up to you to make it the best way you can and, and, and do right. Do right by your children. For sure, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I agree. I can't even be friends with other men who don't be right, who don't do right by their kids. You know, it just don't even feel like the, the energy and the aura don't even feel good. Like we talking and we laughing and joking, but you got you got six kids over there that that you don't take care of. No, no, no. What that say about me? I told you this is a sacred fraternity. We're not finna play around with that. You can't just just cause it's fatherhood. Just cause you give, just cause you, you know, you laid up with somebody and you had sex with them, and then uh, there's a, a kid as a byproduct. Doesn't mean you get to join this fraternity. Mm. It's not a game. It's it's not something to be played with. And I wish everybody takes it just as serious. Hey man, I'm with you, my care brother. About yourself. At least care care enough about yourself so somebody can hold your banner up. Have some respect for your name so somebody can carry that banner. Wow. Wow. That's that's real. That's real. And I told I told y'all these conversations be getting turned up because we we 
we really about this, man. Like we take it to heart. Every day. And it's a serious thing. It's it's a very serious thing. And I tell people all the time, people are only going to take you as serious as you take yourself. Yeah. My brother, in closing, I wanted to ask you this. You know, we, we started off, we spoke about our dads yeah. and everything we learned from them. And throughout, we spoke about uh, how we teach our own children. But I, I wanted to give this last question. Uh, I, I wanted to dedicate it to our children. What What are some lessons you wish to pass along to your children? Mm-hmm. The biggest lesson is just being your own man. Um, you know, a lot of times in the world we live in, especially with like social media, and, and they'll experience it more than I've ever experienced it is there's a lot of things to tell you to follow the crowd, do what everybody else is doing. I just want him to always be objective, to be able to look and understand his decisions and his choices that he's making. Hey, if if the choice you want to make wants to live in the moment, right? as long as you understand that's what the choice that you're making. I just want him to understand or all my kids to understand that. Be cautious of what you're doing. Because I remember so much in my life where I made fast choices, fast decisions, not really looking at the full scope of things. So I always try to slow them down just a little bit. Just think, and I tell them like, just think about it. Think about what you're doing. That's number one, just to be your own man, just never get caught up in, into everything. And then two, it's just, it's just respect. Show everyone respect. Show them respect. Because yes. without showing, I don't listen. We're going. You're going. This is a big world. You're going to meet people who don't look like you, who look like you, who don't think like you, who think like you, who dress like you, who don't. Do, there's going to be a lot of similarities and a lot of differences, right? But I said at the end of the day, I want you to show everybody respect because you always need to demand the same respect for yourself. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. That's that's why when he talks to me, you talk to me the right way. Because I'm, 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 I told him the other day, just the other day, last week, you know, he got a little crazy at my son, my oldest one, got a little crazy at the mouth to me. I told him, listen, you're lucky that I'm in the right state of mind. Because I said, I don't let grown men talk to me like that. <laughs> I said, I don't let grown men talk to me like that. Now, I'm, you know, I'm going to let you live right now. This is my exact word. I said, I'm going to let you live right now. But I told him, if you ever talk to me like that again, we're going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. And I will treat you like somebody who's off the street because that's mm-hmm. how you talk to me. Mm-hmm. If you want that, I will give it to you. But if you just, I don't care about you voicing your opinion. But when you talk to me, Give me my respect because I'm going to always give you your respect, whether you're, you're one years old or be, you become 40. I'm going to give you your respect. Mm-hmm. Let's, just, let's just establish that. That's exactly. for me the biggest thing because I, that, for me, that's, that's going to allow for him to operate in this world. For sure. He's always going to, regardless of if he agrees or disagrees with somebody, he's always going to give him respect. 
And I think that's what we're missing in general in the world we live in. Oh, you, you vote Republican? What, I mean, I got to disrespect you because you voted for Donald Trump? No. Oh, you voted for Donald, uh, Joe Biden? I got to disrespect you because you voted for, you know what I'm saying? Like, where does this, where does this even come from? You know, I, I want to put back some, some, some morals, some standards, some, some code of conduct that I believe that used to exist that's slowly dissolving. I want to put that back into him, to my kids. Let me put it into all three of my kids. Just put some code and conduct back into them. Just a way of moving, of mannerisms, um, and, and treating people the right way so that way you can be treated. I, I, believe, I believe in that. Right, right. I agree. I absolutely agree. We, we, we definitely need more of that. I know a couple couple of things I, I want to instill into my daughter. Uh, number one is I tell her, I tell her all the time, even right now, people will treat you the way you allow them to. And I tell her that because if someone, well, first of all, she needs to know how she deserves to be treated. And I ask her, do you deserve to be disrespected? Do you deserve to be spoken to in a certain way? And she's no. People will treat you the way you allow them to treat you. So I tell all the time, you got to speak up for yourself. Okay. If somebody does something you don't like, you let them know immediately, immediately. I'm real big on that, real big on speaking up for yourself. Uh, another uh, message that I'm real, real big on, is I tell all the time, you're a princess and a superhero. Mm. You're a princess and a superhero. Because the problem is when you're raising a little girl, a lot of times we end up putting them in boxes and don't even realize it. You know, mm. oh, you're so beautiful, you're a princess, and so forth. And I, what you read these stories, you read these Disney books, and every time the princess is being saved by someone else. And right. that right there, that right there cultivates a mindset. Yeah. They're watching these movies. They're reading these books. And you're calling them a princess. And what they see as a princess is someone who's beautiful, yet someone always saves the day for her. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why I tell her, you are a princess and a superhero. Because you can be beautiful and you can also save yourself. Mm. So I'm, I'm real big on that, real big on that. My brother, I, I want to say thank you, man. Thank you for this conversation. It is necessary. Always. This is the only conversations we have are the necessary ones. And that's that's the whole point of, 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 of this podcast, period. Thing, man. Yes, it's, sir. It's hard work. It's challenging. It's frustrating. Some days you might not want to do it. But then on the other hand, it's great. It's rewarding. You got a sense of pride. Um, man, there's so many other great things that, that comes with fatherhood. Oh, it's yeah. A, it's a roller coaster ride. 
you know, just like life, it's a roller coaster ride. But the reward of watching your children grow in this world become every day, just watching them, even from when they're babies, when they're one month to seeing them 12, just, you know, changing those chapters in their lives and watching it. Um, it's such a reward to be a part of, of another human being's life like that. Um, it really is. It's it's an honor. It really yeah, is. it is an honor. It's an honor. Um, just, just to be a part of that, man. Like I said, just, just being there to see them write their own book and you're watching every word that they're writing, they're writing, they're writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see them complete a sentence. Now we're on to the next chapter. You know, we keep moving along like that. To be so connected with another human being like that is is crazy. Now, yeah. you, like you literally sit and watch somebody from, you know, come out the womb to taking their first steps, to walking, to graduating, to kindergarten, to, you know, all these other life accomplishments. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's a challenge, but it's so rewarding. So rewarding. And it's an honor to be a part of. Like I said, man, we're a part of this thing, a, a sacred fraternity that just because you, you know, you lay down with a woman and you have kids, you're, you're not, you're not invited off of those basic merits. It takes a lot to be a part of this uh, fraternity. And, you know, as I feel like, you know, we want, we're, we're part of the gatekeepers and it's up to us to challenge other men to do that part. Not saying that you got to go down, you got to listen to my guidebook of how I do things or your way of doing things. Everyone's going to have their way of doing, but we just want you to take a sense of pride in it. Um, you know, honor that code of being present in your kid's life. So that's where I'm at with it, man. Yes, sir. I agree, man. I absolutely agree. Take pride. Pride. And, you know, once you have pride within yourself, it actually trickles into everything else in your life. Yes, sir. Absolutely. My brother, I want to thank you for joining me so much. Thank you, man. Enjoy your birthday. Yes, sir. Enjoy we'll do. your birthday, man. You yes, deserve sir. it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again, man. I love this conversation. Uh, can't wait for the next one, baby. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Soon come. With that being said, before we jump into our next segment, have a treat. I have a surprise special guest for you. As promised, I have a very special, 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 special person here with me today. Can you say your name? My name is Aaliyah. Welcome, Aaliyah. Thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. You know, each episode, I recommend something to read, something to watch, and something to do. Today, I would like for you to make a couple recommendations. So, something to watch. What do you recommend for everyone to watch and why? Hmm. I think everyone should watch Imagine That. Imagine That. That's that's the movie with Eddie Murphy and his daughter, right? Yes, that is. You are correct. <laughs> what What's the movie about? Tell everyone what's the movie about. This movie 
is about a girl that was shy, and she used her imagination.、Mm. First, her dad had to know, and then she let him dance on the stage. Dancing on a stage. Yes, he was on concrete. Oh, in front of everybody! I remember that scene. And what else happened in the movie? And they was playing princess too, and and they made pancakes together. The 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 burnt pancakes that they put ketchup all over. Yep. I remember that part. And he meant her imaginary friends. That's true. She did have a lot of imaginary friends, and they were the ones who was helping her daddy with his job. So, guys, imagine that, starring Eddie Murphy. Check it out. Good movie. Good movie. Really enjoyed it. Okay, Aaliyah. We also recommend something to read. So, what would you like everyone to read? Hmm. I know. How about hair love? Hair love. Nice. I like here, love. You want to tell everybody about here, love? Yes. This little girl's mom got sick,、mm. and she had to go to the doctors. Okay. And then her, then her dad did her hair. Oh, good. How did he do? He did a really great job with a little bow. Three ponytails on the back. One, two, three. That's good. It it was it was a struggle at first. He they kept trying and trying and trying, and they finally figured it out. They never gave up. That's here, love. Here, love is a very very popular book. It's also a short film as well. So you guys check it out.、Uh, read the book, here, love. Buy it for your child. Or you can even watch the short film on YouTube or wherever you like as well. Here, love. Okay, now for something to do. What do you think everybody should do, Aaliyah? I think everybody should do painting. Painting. That's new. I like that. You like to paint? Yes, I am a great artist. Yes, you are. That is true. So what what should everybody paint? Should they paint anything in particular, or just freestyle? Just paint whatever they like. They they can even like they can put a slide. They, they can even paint butterflies in the grass.、Mm. They they can be messy. They can be beautiful. It doesn't matter if they look good or bad. Okay. All right. There it is, guys. So something to do this week is to paint. Paint whatever you like. And like Aaliyah said, it doesn't matter if it looks good or if it looks bad. Aaliyah, I'd like to thank you for helping me with the segment. You're welcome, Daddy. And before you guys leave, I'd like to leave you with this quote: "Love understands love. It needs no talk." Thank you. <laughs>